Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell, and this is History and Comments for Monday, the 13th day of September. In 1541, John Calvin returns to Geneva, Switzerland, after being asked to leave three years earlier. Calvin was French-born, but his views on religion and the church were not popular. He was a Protestant, but his views were not well aligned, even with the likes of Martin Luther and other Protestants. He had left France for friendlier surrounds in Switzerland. Even there, they were mixed. His teachings have survived in Presbyterian churches and remnant doctrines of other churches. Englishman Henry Hudson is exploring the east coast of North America in 1609. His goal is to find the elusive Northwest Passage. He does not sail up the rather large Chesapeake Bay, but does sail up the river near present-day New York City that bears his name. While we often consider July 4, 1776 as the birthday of the United States, June 21, 1788 may be a more important date. That was the date the Constitution was ratified by the necessary number of states, settling the United States as we know in place. During the nearly 12 years between these dates, the country was more of a confederation of 13 countries held together by a rather loose treaty and virtually no federal power. On this day in 1788, with the new constitution in place, there is still some work to get things organized. There have been no elections, and while there is a framework, it has to be fleshed out. The Constitutional Convention is essentially the Congress. Set, they set the dates for the first presidential election and determined that New York City will be the temporary capital. During the War of 1812, British ships bombard Fort McHenry in Baltimore Harbor, trying to force a surrender. Francis Scott Key is an American lawyer who is aboard the HMS Tonnant, anchored in Baltimore Harbor. He is there to negotiate the release of an American held by the British but he learns that he will not be allowed to return to his ship as the British plan an attack and he is privy to British strength and positions. During the night, the British brutally shell the fort. He, an amateur poet, writes a poem, Defense of Fort McHenry. The poem will be adapted to a common tune at the time known as To Anchoron in Heaven. It will be 119 years before the combination tune and verse will become the official national anthem. 1840. A 25-year-old railroad worker, Phineas Gage, is tamping black powder in a blast hole with a rather large diameter iron rod. The hole detonated, launching the rod at Gage, giving him a massive head injury and essentially the first frontal lobotomy. Gage amazingly survived the horrific injury, but his case was the subject of a lot of medical articles discussing the effects on his personality and mental state. Exactly how much he recovered is not known, but he lived another 12 years. Inventor Oliver Evans is born in 1755. In 1801, he turned his engineering skills to high-pressure steam engine design. He will shift American thinking about steam power without making a major design breakthrough, but he did contribute greatly to flour milling, designing a highly automated mill that produced a higher quality flour with significantly less manual labor. He also envisioned a vapor compressor refrigeration system. His concept was well ahead of his time. 
engineering types sometimes have issues in society. Evans was impatient, could have a prickly demeanor, and could easily get frustrated. Walter Reed is born in 1851. Reed will complete his MD degree by the age of 18. He will find the Army a good fit to ply his trade and attain the rank of Major. He will be part of the team that discovers yellow fever is caused by a strain of mosquitoes. The Army Hospital outside of Washington, D.C. is named for him. There were a lot of Mennonite boys born in 1857, even in eastern Pennsylvania. But our birthday boy will learn to be a confectioner. He will apprentice with a candy maker in Lancaster, PA. After completing a four-year term, he traveled the country plying his trade and expanding his skills. At the age of 26, he settled back in Lancaster and formed the Lancaster Carmel Company, which will be widely successful. By the early 1890s, they employ over 1,300 workers and ship Carmel around the world. But Milton Hershey will learn of chocolate at the Chicago World's Fair in 1893. He will debate the idea for seven years before selling the company in 1900 for the equivalent of $28 million. The proceeds will go to purchase 30 acres near where he was born and firm Hershey Chocolate Company. In 1911 is the birth year of musician Bill Monroe. Born in West Central Kentucky, about halfway between Owensboro and Bowling Green, his mother's family was musical. Her brother Pendleton, who Monroe stayed with as a teenager and memorialized in his tribute, Uncle Penn. Mel Torme is born in 1925. Well-talented, Torme could write songs, sing, play, and act. He wrote the music and co-wrote the lyrics to The Christmas Song, the one about chestnuts roasting on an open fire. The first computer disk storage is implemented in 1956. The IBM 305 contained 50 24-inch magnetic disk, which contained 5 megabytes of data storage capacity. It was the first random access storage device, but at a cost. The computer with the new faster storage leased for the sum of $29,400 per month. General Motors introduces a diesel engine option in three models of their Oldsmobile brand in 1977. This was one of the first offerings of a diesel in a vehicle other than a heavy truck by an American car manufacturer. The engine was based on a gas engine with modifications, but design decisions were based on tooling compromises rather than good diesel parameters. The engines were a black mark on GM and light-duty diesels. Nintendo introduces J Japanese customers to Super Mario Brothers for their entertainment system in 1985. The American market will get it a few weeks later. And that's history and comments for the 13th day of September. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.